Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and one more hello to all of you. Welcome to Spill It. My name is Marcus, and I am here to connect people together, inspire people, and get people learning on about something new. This week is no different. We are on episode 37. This is Heads Above the Waves. And Hannah from Heads Above the Waves will be joining us at 7.15pm. Until then, you have got me to keep you company. Spill It is a show where I get to speak to people from all over to share their inspirational stories. So inspirational people sharing their inspirational stories. And that is what Spill It is all about. If you haven't checked out our other other episodes yet, make sure you do. You can head over to the Facebook hub over at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. All of my social medias are scrolling across the bottom. Check it out. Check me out. (laughs) And we are also broadcasting via podcast services as well, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify as well. Don't forget, when you are coming into here, I want a like, a share, and a comment. You know, let's get it out there. Let's get people talking about this because it's, an amazing show, and this is going to be an amazing episode, and I cannot wait for it. And the main reason, the main reason that I ask for comments is because I get to do glorious things like this. Linda's in the house. Morning, Marcus and Teacups. Hello, Linda. Hello, Linda, and all of the other Teacups in the live. Linda is tagging people to come and watch it. Yeah, do that, do that, do that. Tag people to come and watch it. That's what we want to see. That's what we want to see. Thank you so much for joining. But yes, if you want to comment, please comment. Please do. I get to put it up on the screen. It means that I get to interact with you guys sat at home. So make sure that you get those comments and questions in. And don't forget to hit that share button as well. Okay, what a great Wednesday it is. I'm feeling... I'm feeling beautiful. <laughs> the reason I'm feeling beautiful is because we had the lockdown announcement yesterday. And I know that obviously a few more of you will be feeling this as well. It feels like you're able to kind of breathe for the first time in a long, long time. So this is why the announcement I've got is around lockdown lifting. Uh, because we don't know, and hopefully, hopefully, the lockdown is on the way of lifting. What we are hoping for is that it lifts and we can start going back to normal and we can start experiencing life again. There will obviously be a new normal to certain things. Uh, life will never go back to the way that it was um, completely. However, we'll do what we can. We'll do what we can. And I cannot wait really, for it all to be over, so I can run around to all of you teacups' houses and give you a massive hug, because I just want to hug people. That's all I want to do. I'm not a massively huggy person either. I just want to hug you all. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, Linda, yes, get me out of it. I know, right? Get us out of the lockdown. We are slowly there. I mean, I did do this prediction. I did do a prediction, and you you know what? I have been correct so far. I made this prediction way back in 2020. Um, earlier on, it was like, what, April time, June time, and I made a complete prediction, and it's been correct every single way, like every single step of the way. But there you go. A sequel. <laughs> okay, moving on, though, we have got another announcement. Merch is on the way. Merch is on the way for Spill It. If you are wanting to get some merch, I'm going to be having some little beanie hats. You can get some beanie hats to wear. You can also get a Spill It t-shirt. I mean, this is that life. This is from Jonathan Simpson. If you remember Jonathan, he was on the show uh, just before Christmas, and he had his own 
a company called That Life. Well, I got a T-shirt from That Life. There you go. Um, but yeah, you can get uh, Spillet T-shirts that'll have like the Spillet logo there. Uh, there'll also be a Spillet hoodie that you can also get. The logo will not be this logo that's in this corner. It'll be a different logo. It'll be the teacup with a tidal wave of tea coming out of it, which looks absolutely epic. And I cannot wait for my merch to arrive for you to be able to see and get your little hands on them because I know that you're going to be wanting some merch from me. Let's head into the let's head into the comments. Mystic Marcus, yes you did. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna get a crystal ball. We'll put it on the wall over here or something. There you go. Street Monkeys Academy, we can open soon. Thanks for last week, Marcus. No problem. Street Monkeys, for those who uh, didn't tune into last week's episode, the Street Monkeys came onto the show. They talked about if they could open, if they couldn't open, and, and how, how they started and where their journey has ended up and what's going on in the future. They're tuned, they're tuned in right now. Thank you for joining us, Street Monkeys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. Now that I've got all of that out of the way, let's talk about our little March. No, we're not in March. That's incorrect. Let's talk about our little February competition. That's right. It is competition time. Before I do that, there is a comment that has just come through, and I'm, I'm going to interrupt with this comment because it's from a dear friend of mine. Emmy Bell says, I think you're behind it all. <laughs> I think you're behind it all. It's like that time that that American politician blamed all the floods and stuff on the legalization of gay marriage, but this time it's you spilling tea. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. I have my tea. I know it all. And I'm just like, oh, there's some more tea. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Emmy? Actually, let's uh, let's speak with Mike at some point. Emmy and Mike were on the show uh, early on in 2020. Let's speak with Mike. Let's do a new graphic of me going, "Oops!" <laughs> I think that would be absolutely epic. Speaking of graphics, though, guys, February's competition is that all you have to do is draw me your spilly artwork. It is as simple as that. If you draw me your Spillet artwork, it means that you get put into a draw to win some Spillet merchandise. Not only do you win some Spillet merchandise, but I will make sure that the winning piece gets put onto a garment. So it more than likely will be a T-shirt. But <laughs> your, your artwork will be put on a T-shirt, a Spillet T-shirt, and you can wear that with pride, knowing the fact that you designed that T-shirt. Draw your own Spillet logo or picture and send it over to me. It's a free competition to enter. That is it. Not only that, not only that, but every single bit of artwork that gets sent in, I will be putting onto this wall behind me here for everybody to see every single week. Now, this is something that's going to continue going forward as well. I want to see all of your artwork. No, you know, if there's a competition, if there's not a competition, I just want to see your artwork. We're going to go through some of the amazing pieces of art that people have sent through already. Here is one. Look at that. This is from little Zach. Zach sent his little uh, variation of my logo there. We have another one. This one is probably one of my favorite ones. I absolutely love this one. We have got the takeover one. This is, uh, this is cool with uh, your little stamp. And we've also got this one. I love that one. The, the, the reason that I like this one is because not only is it a smiley face and everything at the bottom, but I think the smiley face reminds me of, like, you remember uh, Ghost Face from the horror film Scream? It reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm Ghost Face from Scream, but I think that's why I like it. And then we've also had this one sent through as well, which is a, a hand-drawn, obviously on a tablet, but a freehand-drawn variant of the actual Spillet logo, which I think is absolutely epic as well. Phenomenal work. Phenomenal work. And all you have to do, if you are wanting to send me your Spillet artwork, you can either send it to me on all of my social medias, which are scrolling across the bottom now, or you can send it directly to my email, which is marcus at spillet.uk. Simple as that. There's no co. I'm not crazy. I've not missed out the co. It's marcus at spillit.uk, and that will get into my inbox straight away, and I can then get it printed and put on this wall, this beautiful wall, this beautiful blank wall behind me. Going into the 
comments again. Emmy Bell, my first thought was scream. There you go. Same wavelength. Same wavelength. <laughs> That's what it is. I'm going to bring it up again just so we can see it. It is the scream. It's the scream mask at the bottom. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah. This is this is one of my favorite ones, in all honesty. So I'm going to wear. Yeah. This is one of my favorite ones. Luckily, I'm not judging the competition because <laughs> that would be unfair because I've already chosen a favorite. But yeah, I'm not judging the competition. It's going to be an external person who's judging the competition because, you know, we can't have favorites. If it was my favorite one, um, there would obviously be that one. But then little Zach's would be obviously in the running straight away. Like, let's get that on a T-shirt and let's get it to him. That's what I say. <laughs> okay. We are at 1914. It means that we are just about to bring out our guest, Hannah. Hannah's waiting patiently in the back, uh, in in my green room. <laughs> and she's ready to join us. It is just coming close to 7.15 p.m. Hannah uh, is one of the, I want, hang on, am I right? Hang on, so the organization, I was going to say something that I won't because I'll probably get it wrong. But Hannah is part of the organization of Heads Above the Ways, which helps with raising awareness of uh, prevention of suicide in young people there we go i got that right and hannah's going to be on the show to talk us all about that it's going to be a, a very good episode what i'm going to play i played it at the very very beginning i'm very aware that people may have missed it but we're going to play a short disclaimer before we bring hannah out because we will be talking about things that may be triggering to some people so here you go here's a quick video from hannah Hi there, my name is Hannah and I am one of the directors of Heads Above the Waves. <laughs> we just wanted to let you know that some people might find this episode a little bit triggering because we're going to be discussing topics such as mental health and self-harm due to the nature of our work and our organisation. So viewer and listener discretion is advised. We also wanted to let you know that we're not a helpline that's able to offer direct support to you. But if you check out our website, we have lots of links to places that can listen and can help you if you are in a bad place right now. The website's also packed with coping techniques, advice, blog posts, videos, lots of things to do with mental health. So we hope you'll find it useful. Please do check it out. It is www.hatw.co.uk. And we're really looking forward to this chat with Marcus on Spill It. Thanks. Bye. There we go. There we go. Okay, it is that time. It is quarter past seven. Please, can I have plenty of emojis? I want to see all of your emojis. I want to see, like, some really crazy emojis out there as well. Let's not just do with, like, the clappings and the smiles and the woos or whatnot. Let's go crazy. I want to see loads of your favorite emojis in the comments, whether that be, a, you know, the pig or the poo. <laughs> or whether that be a rainbow or whether it be the purple heart or whatever it is i want you to flood my comments with all of your favorite emojis let's go crazy out there and welcome my special guest for this evening it is hannah from heads above the waves hello hiya <laughs> <laughs> how are you yeah, I'm good. I'm just waiting for like the poo emojis to come up now. <laughs> personally, or? <laughs> it was the first thing that came into my head. I was like, <laughs> "Send me your poo emojis." <laughs> oh dear me, dear dear me. How Great start. are you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm very, very well. Uh, as you can tell, I'm really excited to be part of this episode and to do this i i'm really really looking forward to it and um, all of these emojis are coming through now we've got emmy with her train oh, uh, we we've got some easter ones well oh, yeah flowers that. easter spring there you go it was spring i love it leela with her rainbow there linda with some celebrations and a unicorn at the end you've gone right there with linda with the unicorn so well done yeah, <laughs> these are <laughs> emojis yeah <laughs> Okay, I uh, it's now part of this game, uh, part of the time, uh, part of the show. It is the part of. Hang on, let me start that again. <laughs> it is now part of the show. It is now the part of the show. There you go. Let me start that again. It is now time to play a little game. And are you ready to play this game with me? I don't know if I am, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 
team. Okay, yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Quite a lot of people love playing this uh, playing this game at home, uh, so they'll be listening in, and they'd love hearing some of the reactions as well. Don't worry if you slip up and say something that you don't think you should be saying. Uh, it's just part of the game. It's just... <laughs> It's something fun. Well, here we go. It's time to play the five-second rule. That's right. It is the five-second rule. This is a game that I play with all of my guests. It gives them... uh, It's just a bit of an icebreaker. It's just a bit of fun. Essentially, what I will do is I will ask my guests to name three somethings and they have got five seconds to name the three somethings it is as simple as that it is really really easy and it gets you thinking really really quickly let me see the comments are you ready to speak <laughs> i'm really struggling this evening i don't know what it is uh, yeah i'm really struggling to, to speak normally here we go right are you ready to play yes awesome here we go name Three, airports. Gatwick, Heathrow, BFK. Nice. Done. Cool. Easy as that. That was, that was easy, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah? So it's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Well, that was number one. Oh, I was like, I won. <laughs> Name three smells that make you gag. Um, vomit. Meat and dog poo. There we go with the poo again. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> we haven't got an obsession with poo, guys. Like, like let's just put this out there. Yeah, I hope no one's eating then as well. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Last one for the evening. Name three things you do when no one is watching. Anything normal? Why did I So we had we had um it was pick your nose, fart, and what was the third one? <laughs> I think anything I say is just gonna make me sound even worse. <laughs> We've had so, as you can tell, we've had some crazy answers when, especially when it comes to the things of uh, what do you do when no one is watching. Um, as you can imagine, we've had some crazy answers with with that one. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, yeah, I love stuff like that. I play games like that with my friends in um, pubs. Do you remember pubs? I don't know. <laughs> so long, I don't know. <laughs> Who remembers a pub nowadays? Yes, yeah. it's been so long. That though, that's good fun. Yeah. If this was if this was like a pre-recorded uh, one, I'd have the little gif of the uh, of the woman from Titanic going, "It's been eighty-four years." Yeah. Uh, that would be absolutely epic. Yeah. <laughs> Linda's yeah. dropped a comment. It's full of poo tonight. <laughs> oh. <no. laughs> it is. It is. And Linda has forgotten about what a pub is. She's asking, "What's a pub?" Oh no, that's sad. We'll be there soon. We'll be there. We'll be all in a pub, chilling out, having fun, and speaking to our friends and loved ones in the pub, and then telling them how much we love them because we've had too much to drink at the end of the night. So there we go. Okay, <laughs> let's get this. Uh, let's get this going. Your first question of this evening: Who is Hannah? Oh my gosh, what a question to begin with. Well, I suppose I'm, <laughs> I am me. Um, <laughs> I am Hannah and I am um, director of Heads Above the Waves. I'm also an events manager and a DJ. Um, and I run club nights in the city that I live in, which is Cardiff. That's where um, Heads Above the Waves is based as well. And I DJ in lots of different places around the country. I DJ like pop punk and emo music like paramore and blink 182 that kind of thing lots oh of wow like, lots of like horns up and lots of eyeliner and yeah i'm stuff. there i'm there when i'm allowed i'm there that's what i yeah. want that's how i breathe <laughs> i love it i love it um and yeah i love um yeah i love i love going to gigs and live music and i love hanging out with my friends and i love riding my bike and i've recently started skateboarding and roller skating and i haven't broken anything yet which is quite an achievement for me so yeah it's definitely an achievement well done 
thank you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that, yeah that's a couple of things about me love it love it and this obviously uh, obviously this episode is called uh, heads of the waves you've mentioned that that is the organization which you are the director of uh, or one of directors let's get into it tell me and tell everybody at home everything there is to know about heads above the waves okie dokie so heads above the waves um we founded in about 2012 2013 so we've been running for about eight nine years now and we are a community interest company that is a not-for-profit and we basically work with young people to let them know that they're not alone when they're struggling with self-harm and their mental health we encourage them to um, find coping techniques that work for them that are more healthy than self-harm and we encourage them to reach out and talk and know that they're not alone and that there's help out there for them and we kind of try and encourage them to access that help and figure out what pathways are best for them but I'd say in general we're, we're just an organization that likes to spread a bit of positivity as well and try and brighten people's day and and you know talk openly about mental health so that we're removing the stigma around it so people feel that they can talk about it and they're not ashamed of what they're going through and they they feel like they can access help and it's cool to get help as well although Definitely. i don't know how cool i am but yeah <laughs> i make it cool to get help <laughs> yeah that's the issue isn't it especially when i mean I, I remember looking back when i was younger and there was not there was never never really anything that you would want to you couldn't reach out to people you felt as though you couldn't reach out because it kind of showed a bit of a weakness or that um you are right like it wasn't in inverted commas cool to have to, to ask for help uh you know you couldn't be cool and ask for help you have to be strong and and do things on your own and all that lot and what you're doing with heads above the ways is obviously you've made it so it's it's not as like serious it is serious obviously but like looking at the branding i mean i had to look on the website and things like that and you can just tell with the way that you are it is completely directed at young people um, and it's not as serious as like say going onto the nhs website and having a look at what they have um so you started obviously uh, a few years ago now was it yourself that started it it was um, me and my friend Sai and um, another friend called Griff as well. He's left now to focus on like other business projects um, that he has going on. But um, yeah, it was Sai's initial idea where he was like, I want to do something based on my experiences um, growing up. And we kind of had a chat one night um, and we both discussed like how we felt when we were growing up. There wasn't anything, just like you said, there wasn't really anything that spoke to us on our level. It was either like maybe a bit like cold and clinical um, experiences that we personally had with like GPs, or it was maybe like a little bit um, condescending or a little bit like we felt a bit talked down to when we were trying to like broach these subjects with people. So we were saying, oh, I wish, I wish we could have a conversation like we're having now about our mental health and like, but I wish I'd have had that back then when I was really struggling. So I think the, the the initial seed of heads was us wanting to share that with people and share our experiences. So yeah, it was it was Sai kind of story that kick started this. But when we kind of when he came to me and was like, I want to do something, I was like, Oh my god, I've been through this as well. And I think having a past of self-harm in various forms um kind of like really connected us and what started as like a tumblr page because again we're very emo um <laughs> so where we shared our stories and like stories of friends experiences to try and let people not feel like alone and we did like a couple of t-shirts has now grown into like the beast that it is today really so yeah what started as two of us we've got we've got another staff member now called beth who like helps us with our social media as well so we've got a little team of three we've gone from three to two to three and now we're <laughs> powering ahead to the future so louise has asked a question here as well uh, i'm working with young people that self-harm and struggle can i direct them to your website yes yeah, certainly there's loads of information on there we aren't like currently funded to the point where we can set up a helpline which is what we you know love to do one day where we're, we're able to kind of pro like provide direct support but there's lots of like coping techniques there's lots of blog posts there's lots of videos 
Um, there's lots of like straight up advice as well. Um, and there's even a section for if you're supporting someone who self harms, if uh, you want to kind of know a bit more or you want to know like what the right things to say are or a bit more of an understanding about self harm itself. So the website's really packed with lots of good stuff. It's hatw.co.uk. So please do direct, you know, any young people to to that resource because you know I don't want to like blow my own horn or blow our own horn but I feel like we've worked really hard to make it a really good resource for young people and we get lots of good feedback that it is helpful so hopefully the, the young person you're working with will find it useful. You definitely have as well you've, you've made the website so easily accessible as well not only is it easily accessible but the resources that are there the education around it as you said so yourself just then if you are supporting someone who self-harms just things like that that's not stuff that you would normally get like from, for example, the NHS website or like other websites in general is mainly just aimed at the person who is self-harming. And it can be quite condescending as well, as you say, like some of the websites can be quite condescending if you are a self-harmer. Um, but as I say, you are giving people a, a voice and it's not just the people who are in that position, it's the people who are supporting that as well. And I think that that's absolutely amazing to do that. Louise's response is perfect. I will absolutely will. I'll really benefit myself. Thank you. That's really um, Emmy has also uh, put a question up here. Or, yeah, uh, put up a, a statement. I think for me, I feel like an idiot, not because I think it's uncool or anything, but just like I'm automatically a fraud, like I'm not struggling enough or something like that. It's hard to put it into words, yet I'm the first person to validate other feelings and that it's not a competition for who feels worse. Oh my gosh, Emmy, we hear this so much. And I think anytime anyone brings this up, I always try and say to them, you know, it's happening to you though. And you're the most important thing in your world, you know, because you have to have your health and you have to look after yourself. And even if it doesn't seem big compared to someone else's problems, it's happening to you. So it's really big and it's really important. And I think it's okay to not be okay, but you need to kind of, you know take that time and value yourself because you are worth you know that support and that care and and like yeah like you said you're validating other people's feelings but it's really important to validate yours as well and I think you really you know you deserve to to, to feel happiness and to be okay um and I feel I'm I'm sad that you feel like an idiot because it's you're definitely not it's honestly struggling with your mental health is it's so common when we started we didn't realize people were coming up to us and going, oh yeah, I really resonated with me. Or like, yeah, I've been through that. And we were like, really? You? <laughs> like, you're, no way. Like really confident people, really sporty people, really like the most together people in my life were coming up to me and saying, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm having a really tough time. And I think you'd be surprised how many people are struggling and especially right now. So I think, you know, whatever you're going through is completely valid and you do really deserve to be happy, honestly. Um, and you deserve to have a full life we're not here for very long so you have to be you have to be well and you know taking care of yourself as best you can and you deserve it oh i feel like a pep talk <laughs> it's 100 percent correct though as well and, and uh, emmy what emmy said there in in those types of words um it's something that i've talked about before on this show and, and you probably had experience with it as well to be fair with imposter syndrome it's that feel of you're not worthy enough you are not uh, good enough for that and it's always the putting other people ahead of you because they're more valid than, than you are and that that comes from imposter syndrome that's where you put yourself down it's that little voice in your head saying that you're not good enough or that you aren't worthy of that and you know some people look at it as a praise thing there's also like negative things as well that, com that comes from it I'm not as Emmy said it, it like perfectly there I'm not struggling enough and that's that little voice. That's the imposter syndrome. Have you got experience with imposter syndrome? Yeah, definitely. I mean, even just like running the organization sometimes I'm, I'm like, oh, we should we should get, you know, counseling degrees or we should like, you know, um, who am I to talk to someone about their mental health? Like, I'm not qualified. But then I think, do you know what? My experiences and everything I've soaked up over the last eight years of doing this makes me an expert at this because I live it every day and I think what makes me really good at my job is that I struggle with my mental health every day you know I've been through I've lost like family members I've been through like lots of trauma lots of grief um lots of terrible things <laughs> but I think you know because it happens to me it means that I can like really relate and empathize with people so every time 
I do feel like I'm an imposter. I have to keep reminding myself that my experiences are valid and I I bring something useful to the table because I've been through all this stuff. And I think also, do you know what? The what like I hate that phrase that everything happens for a reason. But the one good thing that I can take from all the like terrible things that have happened to me in life is that I'm really empathetic and I get where people are coming from when they talk about different things. And I think that's a great skill. Um, and it's something that, you know, that's a positive I can take from the the negatives in life. And I think, you know, yeah, it's, it's having these conversations, isn't it? It's the more we're talking about things then someone else will hear it and go, Oh, do you know what? I feel a bit like that too. And, and it's just about connecting with people. Definitely. Louise also did a response as well to that. Someone once said to me, if you had too thick and someone had a leg amputated, it doesn't make your too thick any less painful. And I think that's obviously resonates very, very well with what we've just been discussing there. With regards to um, the work that you do, obviously, on the website and getting people on there and talking about different activities that people can do. Can you go through like what type of activities people can do if they are feeling uh, feeling like self-harming and things like that, or also um, the, the the success that you've had from those activities? Yeah, sure. So on the website, actually, there's, there's this section called like things to try. And on there, we've kind of broken it down into different sections. So when we think about self-harm, we try and get people to think about like um, the things that trigger them. And we try and focus on like the feelings and thoughts behind the self-harm instead of the actual action of it. Because people you know you're self-harming because there's something you know going on behind the scenes and that's the bit that we're really interested in to try and help with so we try and think we try and think that like the coping techniques we have are broken down into those feelings so it's like if you feel numb or if you feel angry or if you feel frustrated or if you feel you know and you know like not seen and then we try and put um, coping techniques that are relevant to those things so if you're feeling numb we'll suggest coping techniques such as like holding ice cubes and stuff which is quite a classic like stop self-harm by holding ice cubes thing um and we'll you know or we'll say like take a cold shower or something and uh bite a chili or bite a piece of ginger or something really strong to kind of like snap you out of it um if you're feeling really anxious we'll suggest you know like doing soothing behaviors and like calming kind of things or you know if you're really angry then do some exercise to try and like release some of those tensions so if you pop on the site you can kind of see it's broken down and you can try and figure out like why am I feeling like this right I'm feeling this and and then pinpoint the techniques based on that um yeah they we we get taught we, we get told a lot that <laughs> that like the the coping techniques are helpful and we're always looking for more too because we don't want it to just be like our experiences like over the years we're just pulling in things constantly from having conversations like this of like what works for people because we're very much like one size doesn't fit all there's not one approach and that's why mental health is so complex it's such a difficult thing to treat and support because everyone's different and everyone wants a different approach and has different triggers and different things that will help them what works for me might not work for you like Sai is a drummer so he you know when he's like feeling really anxious and frustrated he'll just drum and I'm like I wish I could do that so I'm like I'm you know I wish that could be my coping technique but I'm not you know talented at the drums <laughs> it's about finding what works for me and what works for you so you know the coping techniques on the website are there for people to have a look at and get inspiration from and we really try and encourage people don't you know try something once and write it off try it a few times and then figure out like well you know what what did I like about it and what didn't I like about it and then what can I like take from that and maybe try again in a different way that does work for me so it's all about just sparking those ideas and yeah if anyone has any coping techniques that work for them whenever you're having a bad day please share them in the comments because I can add them to the website then and that's really helpful for us but yeah we do we do get you know we get lots of like qualitative feedback we get lots of people telling us that you know I went on the website and I tried out a couple of coping techniques and it really helped me and sometimes especially with self-harm if you can just put off the feeling of wanting to self-harm even you know if you bargain with yourself right five minutes I'm going to do something else I'm going to go on the heads website pick something from the coping techniques list and do that for five minutes and then hopefully after that five minutes maybe the feeling will have subsided of that urge to self-harm so it's about keeping yourself busy and just trying to distract yourself um and keep yourself as safe as you can do um and, you know, maybe also like learning something fun and like, you know, just doing something cool for yourself, like a little coping technique, whether it's like physical or arty or 
chatting to someone or you know something weird <laughs> like, you know do whatever you can to make yourself happy and get yourself through the day basically one of the things that I went so when I was younger I mean not anymore like I can I, I, I'm brilliant now but when I was younger I was very badly bullied and uh, I I suffered badly with my mental health and the thing is is that back then it wasn't something that was talked about and I'm going to talk about this again and uh, very very shortly because uh, I want to talk about young people and obviously mental health um, however, at the time I was going through the, the, a really, really hard time and I struggled so much and, you know, I self-harmed at the time. Um, it's not something that I talk about openly and freely. However, Emmy, who is in the comments, actually, uh, is one of my oldest friends. And she was the one person who told me, and she probably doesn't know this pro properly, so this will be the first time for her to hear this, but she saved me on multiple occasions because the one thing that she did was uh, taught me how to dance. And yeah. she realised I had a bit of a passion for dance. Like I never danced before. And she took me to this dance centre and we just danced. And I remember every bit of heartache that I had and everything, every time that I was like full of emotion and, and couldn't handle it properly, Emmy said the words that have always stuck with me, take it out on the dance floor. And that's what I did. And, we, and she knew every single time that I was feeling some type of way she could she'd say go and get go and get on the dance floor and i and i would i'd get out on the dance floor and she could see that i was like proper kicking that dance floor and throwing myself all over it but she knew and and from that point i something that's always stuck with me whenever i'm feeling some type of way i always take it out on the dance floor and it's come from emmy that so thank you emmy for that um but yeah, it is a case of finding what you can to, to get through that emotion and, and to come out the other side of it. As I say, I wanted to come back to the whole young people and mental health thing. So Billie Eilish um, came under a lot of scrutiny recently because um, she has been suffering with depression or she was suffering with depression. She's coming out the other end of it now. And she was scrutinised because... A lot of people say that young people can't have mental health problems. And obviously your whole organization is mental health problems within young people. And we all know that young people can have mental health problems, but society has made us believe that young people can't have uh, mental health problems because they're still growing, they're still learning. It's just a phase you'll get out of it. And I just want to know your your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's, oh, oh, it's... <laughs> Oh, I'm so angry. Um, I've seen this really horrible trend on like Twitter like this week actually of like, I think it was a dad and he was like, oh, my daughter was having a really bad night. She called me up to the room and, you know, she was like, I just can't go out. I can't see my friends. I'm really struggling. So he, he was like, right, trip to trip to 24-hour Tesco and, you know, dad, daughter date, which I thought was really lovely. And people were like, people were commenting going, oh, when I was young, you, we were in the war and stuff and it's like yeah but it's like it's all relevant and that doesn't mean that this person can't be struggling today and I mean I don't want to sit here and be like yeah young people struggle but it's just what we're seeing you know constantly so we have like a shop in Cardiff so we sell our merch online that kind of funds our work which I'm sure we'll chat about in a sec but we also um, have a shop space which is like a safe space for young people so as much as we're there selling merch and promoting our work and having nice conversations with people we're a drop-in and young people like swing by obviously not when the pandemic's on but like in in normal times normal times um people come in and you know the the issues that young people are facing are so different today I I think to myself if I was a teenager now I don't know if I'd make it through without sounding too bleak but you know when I was bullied in school I would be able to go home and have respite whereas now you know with social media and stuff I mean there's many positive to social media but it's it's tough for young people because you know they can be there's still that contact with other people who can bully them and reach them at home. It's not a safe space anymore. So we try and provide that. And I mean, honestly, over the last few years, we've seen a really big increase in um, people asking us to do like school workshops, which we do in secondary schools at the moment, in primary schools, which really upsets me because I think, you know, if you're under 11, you should be playing and exploring and learning about the world and figuring out not, not, you know, struggling with your mental health it's so heartbreaking and I think we're just seeing these trends and I know there's like lots of um yeah exactly I, I would hate to be a teenager now, so yes, Linda. but um 
I think there's there's so much I think like the University of York did a study like three years ago that said like one in four 14 year old girls is struggling with self-harm and I think that statistic you know really speaks for itself that if people you know I don't know how anybody could say that young people aren't struggling or don't deserve or shouldn't have mental health problems they shouldn't have mental health problems we should be living in a world that supports that uplifts people but these things happen and more needs to be done to help you know young people and and older people and everybody <laughs> yeah we just need to be looking out for everybody and you know what somebody we I, the thing is that we talk about it so much on this on this show people are i i my analogy is that it's a bridge okay and we have people over here which are which are you know going through something and we you know we want we really want to help them and then there's these people on this side of the bridge and they're they're all like yeah but it's good over here and this is where you need to be but these four people over here don't want to walk the, over that bridge yet because they're in this moment and the people over here rather than trying to pull them over to their side go over to them and walk them across the bridge and get them to experience that journey alongside you be there to support them. Don't tell them that this is how they're supposed to feel. Right now, this is how they feel. Let's go over that bridge and let's walk with them to help them cross it together. And that's the analogy that I always use. I always have this mental bridge in my head. And I, I just think it works. We always need to be there for each other. And as I said, especially with young people, I'm one. And you know, I, I know people um, as well who did really, really struggle. And it's because mental health wasn't really talked about. It wasn't talked about. Like even now, for example, like people don't talk about young people's mental health enough. They talk about older people's mental health, but only recently has it more come about that we need to do more about mental health and things like that. But young people, there is nothing out there really to support them. And it is a case of oh, it's just a phase, you'll get through it. It's just hormones and whatever. And it's not. It's them dealing with something and not being heard. And this is why I absolutely love the work that you're doing because you are giving them a voice. You are helping them come to realise it. One of the things I wanted to go back on, uh, you were talking about the activities that um, that you've got on the website. Are they printable? Uh, can people and parents and that print them out? Yeah, we've got like a resources section and there's definitely some bits on there that you can print out. Um, and also we're launching, we're trying at the moment, something that we're doing is uh, working on digital workshops. So because we can't physically get into schools at the moment, but we're having schools and like health support workers and anyone that and youth workers contact us and say, yeah, you know, young people are really affected by the lockdown. So we're, we're struggling and we've got a really big caseload on. Can you help us? we're trying to develop digital workshops. So they're going to be available in the next couple of weeks. And also we've, we're going to be undertaking some project work on issues that we did a survey recently and lots of young people like got in touch while well, young, you know, of all ages got in touch and we kind of looked at the, the issues that are affecting people the most. And we're going to start doing project work based on those issues. So I think we're looking at like body image and anxiety and then self-harm. Um, and, we'll be making like literature that you can like you know get you get hold of and we'll be doing like workshops and videos and stuff online so you know if you if you keep your eye on the website and follow us on all our socials and stuff there we'll be sharing about it but we're also very much you know if there's anything that we can do to help anybody like I said we've got literature we've got postcards and flyers with lots of bits of advice on that's really helpful if anyone ever wants anything you know get on our website fill out the contact form and get in touch and we can always like post bits and pieces off to anyone especially if you work with young people because you know we're not gatekeeping our resources we want them to be out there and used by everybody and, and helping hopefully and making a difference so yeah one of the things that i wanted to talk about as well so obviously we've talked about um people young people's mental health and we touched on it earlier on about those people who are supporting those who are going through something and what advice would you have or what do you have on the website i know you talked about resources and things like that but what advice do you have for people who are supporting someone who may be going through something at the moment i think something we say to like parents and friends is like you know don't take it personally because we hear a lot from young people that you know parents have reacted and said oh, I can't believe you're doing this to me like why would you why would you hurt the family like this or why would you do that to me I'm your best friend or whatever but it's you know it's about focusing on the individual and it's about being realistic with them and being patient with them and I think something that I really want to push at the moment is um because I've been having a chat with one of my best friends recently and we, we both agreed that sometimes we hear this a lot when we're struggling we hear people say 
I wish I knew what to do. I wish I could take away your pain. But, uh, but really, we want to kind of rephrase that question and have people asking, is there anything I can do to help? And I think it's as, it's as easy as that sometimes. And maybe it's also about having a couple of ideas in your back pocket as well. So it's laying the ground open for the for the person to come back and say, you know, actually, I could really do with someone to talk to. Or would you mind keeping me a bit busy? Would you mind like chatting to me or like, you know, going on Zoom and having a listening to music with me or whatever? Or should we go for a walk tomorrow? That would be really helpful. Sometimes it's about like having a few suggestions. So is there anything I can do to help you? would you like me to give you a call? Would you like to go for a walk tomorrow? Can I send you a little postcard or a little note? Would that like cheer you up? Would you want me to find some helplines for you? Um, do you want me to have a chat with anyone? Do you want me to like ring the doctors for you if you want to see a GP? You know, it's just about having a couple of ideas of things that you can do for help, which again, there's lots on the website suggestions. But yeah, you know, focus on the person, not the injuries. Um, remember that everyone is different, all the things that I've kind of said before, you know, help them think about things that they do in their life that can help them. So if they're, if they're into dancing, you know, like make them a playlist, you know, like best dancing tunes playlist or whatever, or if they're into football, you know, I don't know, watch football with them one day, like via like, an, you know, like a watching app or something. Um, and also, you know what, if you're, if you're supporting someone who's struggling, take care of yourself too, because sometimes it can get a bit much. And I think, you know, if you need a bit of a break, that's okay. Just let the person know, you know, I'm having a bit of a tough day myself, actually, but I'm going to give you a message. To, I'll give you a call tomorrow, a message tomorrow, and we'll have a chat then, because I just need some, you know, downtime for myself today as well. It's okay to say no and, you know, yeah, look after yourself. Brilliant. One of the things before we start, um, looking at wrapping this up one of the things that i also wanted to talk about as well because we've talked about how young people don't tend to talk about their feelings quite a lot and as we know as well that statistically men don't talk about their issues and things like that what advice would you give to someone what are some of the telltale signs that people can look out for to make them start thinking about okay this person may need my help yeah that's a really tricky question um because that's, it's so different for everyone, like I keep saying. So I, w I wish there was like a, you know, their skin turns purple. <laughs> um, they start speaking French or like something. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> oh my God, Mark, is it okay? <laughs> there isn't, you know, like a telltale sign. I think it's just about like, you know, checking in with the people around you and just picking up on little things. You know, has anyone been a bit quiet or seemed a bit down or a bit like, overly stressed or you know do you know someone's got like a lot on their plate or had something happen to them just check in and then also you know if you're someone that struggles try and be open and be communicative as well but yeah there's you know with things like self-harm there's the usual um check if they're wearing long sleeves or they you know they're covering up or whatnot that's kind of like an obvious one but yeah I think it's I think it's it's like yeah, it's 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 tough. Like I said, I wish I had like a proper answer, but it's just about kind of like checking in. Sometimes, you know, there's that like thing, isn't there, that like, you know, Robin Williams and like Chester Bennington and people who have like tragically taken their own lives are some of like the happiest, most like jubilant, you know, charismatic yeah. people who seem absolutely fine. So it's about checking in with the people who seem a bit quiet and a bit down. But it's also just about, you know, checking in with the people who seem okay as well and who are really good. And I think for me I do this thing my friends hate it where I go how you doing you all right you okay and they're like yeah yeah yeah, good and I'm like how you doing really though and they're like oh go away <laughs> and then but <laughs> open up and like start talking and I'm like aha and they're like why do you do this to me but I think it, it's about asking twice and I know there's lots of mental health organizations I think like calm do it um, who are a great men's focused mental health organization and they have this thing called ask twice I think it's calm I hope I hope I haven't got that wrong but um yeah so I think you know ask twice just check in with people twice how you doing how you doing really are you sure everything's all right you all good and just give them that opportunity you know and that space to to let loose if they need to vent. yeah um that's really good advice as well the, the ask twice thing I absolutely love that um I think that's something that I'm definitely gonna do going forward as well final question for you as well um parents uh, so obviously we, we said like you know if you're supporting someone uh, one of the questions that i wanted to ask was if you're a parent and you have your child who is either because you deal with not just self-harm either there is also 
and um, like the the body uh, body image and things like that as well. Um, what what can a parent do, and how and how should a parent not should a parent act? Because obviously, as you say, everybody's different. But how how can a parent be better um, at supporting their child? I think. Um... Something we hear from young people when we do workshops with them is they want to be taken seriously. And this kind of loops back in on some of the points we've we've been chatting about tonight is, um, you know, take what they're going through seriously. Sometimes I'm in school workshops and, you know, the kid will be like, I'm self-harming because my mum took my phone off me. And I'm like, really? Like, there's bigger things going, you know. <laughs> But, but you have to stop yourself and be like, actually, that's their communication tool. That's their, you know, we don't know what goes on at home. And that's their kind of like connection to their friends. And their phone is so important to them. And, you know, to have that taken away could be catastrophic. So it's about like taking them seriously and taking what they're going through seriously. And all right, it might not be problems like parents have, you know, mortgages and jobs and like, you know, dealing with kids and the stresses of being an adult. But you have to try and remember what it was like for you when you were a teenager where like one thing or one fallout feels like the end of the world sometimes. So it's about legitimizing what they're going through and empathizing and being like, that must be really tough. Like I, I go through tough stuff, but like I can imagine for you, this is tough, you know, and just kind of being there for them. And it's about listening as well. I think, you know, a lot of young people just want <laughs> to be listened to and understood so I I feel like that's why we do so well is because a lot of the time we are just like creating that space you know and listening to young people and spending you know time with them and I think if you if we asked all the you know the young people like what do you want most they'd say I want to be listened to and I want to be respected we had a really cool quote once from a young person where we were like what do you want from like heads above the waves because we were developing like a teacher training workshop and we said what would you like teachers to know and she was just like yo just listen to me and we were like this is amazing what a great quote <laughs> we sound really uncool like yo listen to me we're in our thirties. But, but like it is a great quote and I think that it's just really visceral and like that's what they want is just to be listened to so I think if you're a parent and you can create that space and and check in with them whether it's like a cuppa like I know obviously with schools and stuff at the moment but if it's you know when when we're back and the world's back to normal when you know you get in at night sit down and have a cuppa together have a biscuit and just like catch up on each other's day and that's the opportunity then to check in and see how you know your child's doing or before they go to bed it's just you know not tucking them in because like teenagers will be like you're not tucking me in mum but like it's just having that little moment to connect or like a Starbucks date or you know we're going to you know Starbucks drive through and let's like, you know, just making time for each other, making time for young young person and letting them know that, you know, you're there for them and you want to help them. So great. So great. I'm sat here beaming because you're such an inspiration. I'm sure lots of people in the comments will also agree as well. You are. You're really inspiring. Like, you know, I'm a massive mental health advocate, as many people know. And this is obviously one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on the show anyway, because I'm a massive mental health advocate. But even I'm feeling inspired to do even more. And I think that's what it's all about. We all need to do just that little bit more, like whether that be the ask twice thing. So I'm great at asking people, are they okay? But then I'll, I'll forget about the second thing. And that can be just a little bit of a change that I can do. And that's inspired me to just do that little bit more. And, you know, if we all do that one thing more, we, you know, the world will be a better place. And that's that's how I believe it anyway i mean you can welcome just by sharing your experiences tonight so you know that was really brave of you to like be so open about it so i really appreciate that that's inspired me that you've kind of like and also i'm like oh my god i want to go dancing now <laughs> <laughs> that was that was really awesome to hear it's so rare for guys to talk about self-harm so like i'm sure that that will have really resonated with lots of people that you know listen to this definitely so yeah. i've only ever told like three people in my life that so. wow then thank you so much for being <sighs> Uh, I was in the moment. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, have uh, is there anything that we haven't discussed that you would like the opportunity to dis uh, to discuss now? Um, I've got like a page full of stuff, but I feel like we we've like had a good chat, and I don't want to overload people with like tips and stuff. Maybe I'll come on again and do a part two sometime. Definitely. But I think I think the one thing I would like to say is like everyone is having a tough time right now with lockdown because this lockdown just feels so different and so weird. And I, there's a little light at the end of the tunnel now. And I think we just all need to focus on that and keep going. So if anyone is having a bad time, 
you know, start with the basics, make sure you're, you know, getting a good night's sleep where you can try and, you know, eat some veggies and some fruit and, you know, drink lots of water, just try and get the basics of self-care down, like, you know, a bit of exercise, good sleep, um, good food. Um, but then also, you know, do things that make you happy, reach out to people if you're struggling and just know that, you know, self-care is important and you matter and you deserve it and get through this it's it's almost over <laughs> be safe now but I can, <laughs> I can smell a summer you know beer garden and like picnics and club nights and disco dancing all over town and like it's so close we just have to get through it and you know we can we can get through it we can definitely brilliant where can people find you Okay, so I'm always really bad at this, so I've got them written down. So hatw.co.uk is the website. If you want to check us out on Facebook or Instagram, our Instagram is like chef's kiss. It's like top notch. Um, <laughs> that is heads above the waves. And then our Twitter is hatw underscore UK because someone had heads above the waves and we're really mad about it. But we've got the hatw underscore UK instead. And that's really a good uh, resource as well. Perfect. What we'll be doing as well is we'll be posting all of those links out uh, after the show so people can get direct links to them as well. Thank you so much for being on the show. And as I say, thank you so much for being such an inspiration as well uh, for today's episode. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Linda did put a comment on there as well saying this show isn't long enough. And when we get to talking about stuff like this, it is like that. I feel like that. I feel like we could go on and on and on and talk about so much more, but... I mean, you're perfectly right, though. You've got, you, you know, it's the right thing to say that we've talked about what we need to talk about, and that's what's important right now. Everything else can come secondary. Let's get through this and let's look yeah. out for everybody and all that. Line. I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. With regards to um, final words, so at the end of every show, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote, and it can be something that they stand by, live by. It can be something that they've made up, or just something that they've heard along the grapevine that they've just that just really resonates with them. I'm just wondering if you've got your quote for the watchers and listeners today. I do, yeah. So this is from a band called the Wonder Years, who are like a big old emo band, <laughs> very emo looking tonight as well. Poo and emo, what a night. <laughs> Poo and emo. Hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's from a band called The Wonder Years and the quote is, it's not about forcing happiness, it's about not letting sadness win. And I think that's that's a band that really inspires me inside. Um, and this has been a little mantra of ours because it's one of their lyrics and we, we love the band and it just really rings true that, you know, it's not about like toxic positivity and like make you know having to plaster a smile on and being like perfect and happy all the time but it is about like not letting that sadness take over and you know keeping your head up and oh keeping your head above the waves if you uh, oh oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> i planned that pun <laughs> loved it love it love it love it love it um have you got any final words for people uh, before we say our goodbyes um, I guess just like thank you for listening because it's it's a tough subject, you know, and it can be a bit off-putting a lot of the time. Um, but I really appreciate everyone, you know, listening tonight and you know commenting and and thank you, Marcus, for having me on for a chat because it's it's just nice to be able to it's nice to see someone <laughs> other than <laughs> for a starter. <laughs> but it's just it's just really nice to have a chat with people and also having a chat like this just makes me feel less alone and makes me feel like I can you know keep going and and you saying such nice things tonight has kind of made me like oh that's really nice and I feel like really kind of you know inspired and motivated to carry on with what we're doing tomorrow because it it's, it's hard sometimes talking about mental health all day especially when you can't you know you haven't got your usual coping techniques or your ways to blow off steam um so yeah I think just just want to say thank you and also to reiterate that it's okay to not be okay I know I've said it a few times already, but it's true. But it's about, you know, what you do to keep yourself or get to get okay. So yeah, keep going. thank you. Thank you no. so much for coming on the show. Um, as you said it before, we could always do a part two, and that's something that we will discuss in the future. Uh you're you have got an open ticket to come back on to spill it to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Um this again, go more into detail, talk about a different side to mental health, whatever you want to do, you are more than welcome to come back at any point in the future. It's because it's been it has it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Awesome, thank you. 
Right. Uh, well, I will leave you to go and then I will wrap up the show. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you for having me. It was nice to meet everyone in the comments as well, Linda. Thank what? you. <laughs> <laughs> Linda is a legend. She is yeah, a legend. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. See you, Marcus. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow, 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 wow. I'm sure you'll agree that was an absolutely epic guest to have on this week's episode. <sighs> Linda's there, death or part two. Yes, definitely a part two. That's definitely what we need. Um, but there'll be more of what we need when we come to season two. There's going to be quite a lot of change happening in season two of Spill It. But right now, <laughs> we need to talk about next week's episode. Next week's episode is going to be an absolutely amazing episode. Again, I, I'm, I'm dishing them all out for you, and they're, they're coming one after another. We've got an amazing episode planned for next week where we will be talking to Alexandra, who will be coming on to talk about endometriosis and being an endo-warrior for those women who are dealing with, with, this, um, with, with this illness. And she'll be going on to talk about how she can cope and how different coping mechanisms for uh, people who are sufferers of endo as well. It's going to be such a good episode. Please, 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 please join in with that one. One thing, actually, before we start doing the wrap-up, there is one thing that I completely forgot to ask Hannah. Um, and that was about the merch that's available as well. And I'm sure that Hannah can quickly come back on and talk about the merch. Are you ready for this? Hannah's back. Hannah's back. Here we are talking about the merch. Hello. It's like <laughs> you wouldn't go for a wee or anything. <laughs> I was like, she's still sat there. It's fine. I'll bring her back on. <laughs> I was going to talk about it, you see. I was going to talk about the merch, but then I thought, well, actually, it'll be probably better that it comes from you about the merch, and obviously I can uh, I can just show it up, uh, show it for you. So, um, where, so let's just talk very very quickly about the support that people can offer because uh, it's not just about the merch as well is it no yeah so we 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 um all the proceeds from the merch sales essentially fund our work so it just pays for us to like print things like our hospital booklets that we do and our literature and it allows us to pay rent on our shop and whatnot um and to buy more merch so the merch you know funds our work but also a really important conversation starter for us so all our merch is designed with like a nice positive slogan on it that hopefully looks cool so that when you see it you're like, oh, that's a really cool shirt. Where's that from? Oh, it's from Heads Above the Waves. They're a mental health organization. Oh, yeah, that's something I've been through. And it's a way to kind of engage and put positive messages out there, but also to start conversations. So, yeah, this is a really good example of our T-shirt, um, full seven times stand-up eight. There's just a really nice message about, like, resilience and picking yourself back up when you fall down. It's like an ancient Japanese proverb, I, I believe. So, yeah, falling down, but, you know, standing up that eighth time, picking yourself back up, no matter how many times, like, you know, you're knocked down or you fall and yeah this is our I'm glad you exist long sleeve which is really cute it's like it's kind of like a, I'm glad you exist and you give people a hug that was like the the kind of idea behind it and it's just a really great great message this has become like our benchmark design now so we we did it like a few years ago and we thought oh yeah we'll order like 50 shirts and stuff and, and like every year we have to reorder you know, like four or five times because it's so popular I think this is the design that we're best known for but yeah it's just a lovely message and like what's not cuter than saying I'm glad you exist and then hugging someone so yeah this is a great show we've got it in black as well and we just did like a valentine's run of the pink so yeah it's love it that's one that I'll be getting ready for June the 21st <laughs> just ready to, yeah. them, ready to yeah. hug people can't wait we should market it like that. That's a really good shout. Actually, yes. You know, please let me know. <laughs> Inspired by Spill It. <laughs> Collab. <laughs> Thank you again. Uh, you can say your goodbyes, and then I'll uh, I'll do the wrap up of the show. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> there we go. Just wanted to get that one out. It was absolutely epic, um, and it wasn't right if I was just going to go through the merch. It had to come from Hannah because it means so much to Heads Above the Waves. Anyway. Okay, so we've talked about next week's episode and we've also got the takeover happening in March. So the takeover is where people will be coming on to take the hot seat away from me. They'll be taking the hosting thing away from me and I will not be a part of it. And I'm quite looking forward to it, actually. It's going to be quite interesting. But they will be hosting their own show and I won't be anything apart. I won't be a part of it at all. The takeover is ready in March and I can't wait for that to happen. My name 
is Marcus Wright. You can find me on all social medias, which are scrolling across the bottom right now, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also get me on TikTok where I do funny things on TikTok, or I like to think they're funny things on TikTok anyway, but there you go. When I am not doing this and making funny TikToks, you can also find me on my dance exercise page here on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash dancexpreston. We have been going since the first lockdown via Facebook Live twice a week, every Tuesday and every Thursday. It's a free dance exercise class for all. Anybody can join in. Anybody can come in and have a boogie with us. And then hopefully Dance X will be going on tour later on this year. I say later on this year, hopefully the next few months when we're allowed to. But there you go. So when I'm not doing this, I'm doing Dance X. Follow the page. Give it a watch. Give it a like. Give it a share. Merch is available. If you wanted to support me, you can get merch. As I say, you've got beanie hats, hoodies, and you've also got the T-shirts available as well. But you can also donate as well. You can head over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash spillit, and you can donate as little as a pound, and that money gets put into spillit to help get the merch and to help build this up as a brand and get those prizes for everybody, like the little gold medals that we did for last month's uh, last month's competition. All of that you can donate at www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash spillit. But it's not all about the money. I'm not always after your money. You can either buy merch, you can either donate. But if you're not wanting to pay something, you can still support me. And the best way that you can support me is by leaving a review. Head over to the Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. And you can leave a review on the page there. Or if you are listening to this via Apple Podcasts, you can also leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. If you didn't enjoy the episode or you don't enjoy Spill It, don't leave a review. But if you do like Spill It and you like the work that I do, please leave me a review. And that's it from me. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thank you so much for being so active in the comments. It has been an absolute pleasure. And until next time, it's bye for now. <laughs>